my purple heart. Fuck, I pinned this on me himself. He even saluted me. Hawkeye's never saluted anybody. I don't mean to be a tattletale or nothing, but Klinger stinks. Here's some Kentucky sippin' whiskey. Now don't gulp it. It has a boomerang effect. I told you to sip it. I did, sir. Oh. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me, as always, my good pal, Simon. Hi, gentlemen. My voice got a little squeaky there. I don't know why. <laughs> um, today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 5, Goodbye Radar, Part 2. It's the 178th episode overall, directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Kim Levine and David Isaacs. It originally aired on October 15th, 1979, and the production code is S611. Look, kid, I know it's tough on you. Believe me, I feel as bad as you do. But you just can't throw me to the wolves. Klinger, look, you've got to learn to do this stuff yourself. Nobody helped me when I took this job. Yeah, but you're a born clerk. I'm a born civilian. I hate offices. I'm lousy with numbers and letters. I get paper cuts and I lose things. When I was a kid, my mother pinned my bike to my sleeve. Listen, I'm not the clerk anymore. You're the clerk, and this is a very important job. Everybody depends on you for everything. Don't you understand that? They depend on you for the mail, the supplies, even the generators. Now look, you better pull yourself together or this place is going to be one heck of a mess. And the plot summary to this is, due to Klinger's poor performance as company clerk, Radar tries to fight his discharge, believing his place is in Korea, but eventually realises he must go home to help his family and that the camp will survive without him. You know, I'm going to miss Radar something terrible. There's a lot of that going around. Come on, I'll buy you a cup of genuine mesh tent coffee. Good idea. That brew will stiffen anybody's upper lip. You know, I feel a little strange about Radar's leaving, too. Funny, in all this time here, I've never given him a second thought. Granted, his departure will create uh, something of a vacuum, but then again, <laughs> so did his presence. He reminds me of an old Raggedy Ann doll I had as a kid. I'd kick it, pull out its eyes, yell at it, ignore it, and then when I lost it, I'd cry for days. I know exactly how you felt. I once had the same experience with the butler. And then we have our guest stars here. First up, we have Lee DeBro, who played Major George Van Kirk. Lee was born on May 7th, 1941. He's an actor known for Geronimo, an American legend, 1993. And Whitney Rydbeck plays Sergeant Hondo McKee. Now, he was born on March 13th, 1945. He's an actor and director known for Jason Lives, 1941, that's a good film, and Rocky II. Another good film. Yeah. Then we have David Dozer, who played Dispatcher. David is an actor and writer known for Young Doctors in Love from 1982, Head of the Class in 86, and... Szynski. S- oh, yeah, 1977. Yeah. And uh, Kelly Nakahara returns, of course, as Lieutenant Kelly Yamoto. Never in all my years have I had a session like that. And without your brainstorm, we'd never have made it. Just comes with experience, sir. I don't even know how long we were out there. Ten hours and 24 minutes. I guess you filled out the report. It's on your desk already signed by you. Listen, son, after the camp gets 40 or 50 winks, we'll all be gathering in the mess tent for your shove-off soiree. Uh, that's not necessarily necessary, sir. 
It damn well is. You deserve it. No, I mean on account of I've decided to stay. What? You've been nipping at this hooch? Colonel, if I left now, you'd be up a tree without a paddle. Been there many times before, son. Don't let that stop you. Colonel, I can fix it so my mom can manage without me. But the 4077 is different. You saw what just happened out there. A lot of lives depend on me doing my job, and I'm the only one around here who can. Radar, I appreciate your loyalty, but you're making a big mistake. You've done your duty. Now, I don't care how bad things get. I want your keister on that plane the day after tomorrow. Sir, with all due respect to your colonelness, you can't order me to go. Boy, you're not using your head. Think it over. I have. My place is here. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. This time, I think Med's going to start us off. Uh, seven and a half out of ten for me on this one. Seven and a half, really? I can't, can't give it to eight. Not, Again, not much. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't like it. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Not, I mean, I thought it was going to be a, at least an eight. No. From compared to last episode. A, it would have been an eight if, like we said on a previous episode, if these two episodes were put together or, or made slightly gotcha. longer. But saying that, though, there are some wonderful bits in this. I love Margaret kissing Vader, and she kisses him really nicely as well. And it, Yes, oh. I have that in my notes as well. That was a great, yeah. Um, I love the little bits that Radar is doing with, with how he organises all the jeeps to come around and lights up all the patients. Perfecto. Radar, they gave the Congressional Medal of Honor for smarts. By gum, you'd have one. Thank you, sir. I'm just doing my former job. Stroke of genius. I can actually see where I'm cutting. Well, looky here. There's your medal. You just might have saved this boy's life. Looks fine. Let's start sewing. Catgut. Radar, if you're not a certifiable fur-lined 24-carat hero, I'll kiss your tootsies at the Commandant's picnic. Keep it up, folks. Thanks to Corporal O'Reilly, we're going to make it through this night. I hope so, because the auto club can't keep coming over here to jumpstart our operating room. I don't know how sterile that actually is to do. That's my second, that's my second <laughs> note as well. You're reading my notes now. Oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> Hawkeye's ranted about Radar staying, and, you know, and he's, he's packing his bag as, as Gary yep. Berghoff is packing it. I like that I as love well. I there you are. Oh, hi, Hawkeye. Don't hi, Hawkeye me. Go home, you little airhead. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. Why? You're Corporal Mahatma Gandhi? You're going to out-endure us? That's my unpacking you're packing. We all wait for that day. We dream about it. We pray for it. We'd sacrifice a virgin to it if we could find one. How dare you? I'm sorry, there's too much around here I gotta do. No, 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 you're not pulling that tripe on me. They've been holding wars long before you signed up, and the fun will continue long after you leave. Let me put this as gracefully as I can. We don't need you. Oh, you don't, huh? How's your generator? Is Klinger gonna find you one? If things got tough and you were the one that was leaving, you'd be staying. Don't bet on it. I'd be out of here so fast, my shorts would have to catch the next plane. Get out! Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you working an OR with your hurt finger. You'd stay. Don't go poking your nose into my finger. Hey, listen, I got responsibilities around here just like you. You got responsibilities at home, you jackass. Well, how about if I want to make up my own mind? I'm no kid anymore, you know. I've been around. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Globetrotter. That's right, I'm grown up now. Why, bless my soul, Mrs. O'Reilly's little boy is a big man now. I guess you've outgrown all that other stuff, huh? Atumwa, the farm, your mother. 
Oh, your mother. Have y'all grown your responsibility to her? Listen, how I take care of my mom is my business. You said it yourself, Hawkeye. Go home, you little airhead. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do that. Why? You're Corporal Mahatma Gandhi? You're gonna out-endure us? That's my unpacking you're packing. We all wait for that day. We dream about it. We pray for it. We'd sacrifice a virgin to it if we could find one. How dare you? I'm sorry, there's too much around here I gotta do. No, 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 you're not pulling that tripe on me. They've been holding wars long before you signed up, and the fun will continue long after you leave. Let me put this as gracefully as I can. We don't need you. Oh, you don't, huh? How's your generator? Is Klinger gonna find you one? If things got tough and you were the one that was leaving, you'd be staying. Don't bet on it. I'd be out of here so fast, my shorts would have to catch the next plane. Get out! Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you working an OR with your hurt finger. You'd stay. Don't go poking your nose into my finger. Hey, listen, I got responsibilities around here just like you. You got responsibilities at home, you jackass. Well, how about if I want to make up my own mind? I'm no kid anymore, you know. I've been around. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Globetrotter. That's right, I'm grown up now. Why, bless my soul, Mrs. O'Reilly's little boy is a big man now. I guess you've outgrown all that other stuff, huh? Atumwa, the farm, your mother. Oh, your mother. Have y'all grown your responsibility to her? Listen, how I take care of my mom is my business. You said it yourself, Hawkeye. Nobody should tell somebody else how to run their life. Nobody should tell somebody else how to run their life. That's my third note. <laughs> You're literally reading my notes. <laughs> and, um, you know, Klingo actually coming up with the goods by stealing the generator in a rather a sneaky kind of way. I like that as well. Uh, that was my fourth note. Stop <laughs> reading my notes. I have nothing to say. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I know, I know for well that you will have these next to on there. Uh, Morgan's acting... Once again, he's superb when he's saying yep. goodbye to Radar and he breaks as he's saying it. Well, son, I guess we can take it from here. Yes, sir, I guess you can. Not exactly the way I wanted to say goodbye, Radar. Me either, sir. Godspeed, son. He's just, oh, he's so just bad. wonderful. And also mirroring, actually. When Radar said goodbye to Blake, it's very much yeah. that kind of thing. And, of course, Hawkeye saluting Radar, uh, leaving the teddy on Hawkeye's bed at the end. All those things make this a really good episode. And, again, and I hate to bang on about it, if it was just joined together, this would have been a, probably even a nine episode for me. I just think because it was so stretched out, it's such a shame. Yeah. No, I, it's funny because I give this a nine out of ten. And I think it was because of all the reasons you read, which were my entire notes, yeah. was all of the little intimate moments we got with the with the characters, with Radar saying goodbye to them. Mm. You know, because the, the very end when he says goodbye, it's a rush because, you know, the choppers come, they're all into surgery, and he's by himself. And, you know, he doesn't really get that last final moment. But I'm so happy that they, with each character, he got to say goodbye really quick Yeah, to each yeah. one, and they all had a little moment. And then, you know, of course, Morgan had, or uh, Potter had his... His uh, moment to say goodbye, which was really nice. Um, I liked, you know, Radar talking to his animals, saying goodbye to them. I just want to say goodbye to you guys one more time. And listen, I don't want you to worry about nothing. Because instead of just me, you're going to have everybody taking care of you now. I mean, except the cook. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was really nice. I mean, I literally have every single note you just said. You know, Hawkeye saluting. I have Klinger finding the, ra- uh, the generator and how he did it. The teddy bear on Hawkeye's bunk. I mean, 
everything that you mentioned, I those are all my notes. Those just lots of fun little moments, and I really enjoyed it a little bit more than part one. Mm. So um, yeah, it's definitely. I it was a it was a it was a nice ending, you know, because they couldn't make it the same as all everyone, you know, because we've seen. Blake leave and they all stand around and salute him and he takes off and so yeah. they made this you know slightly slightly different with him just kind of being by himself you know in an empty camp. I think that is really nice as well because it's a bit like the fact that you know when if you if somebody you know who leaves your place of work, life yeah. still carries on. You know, and oh, yeah. the next day you're at work and you don't really think of them because they're not there anymore, and you leave thinking you know I've been there for. In this case, one year, really, I suppose, 18 months, maybe. And yeah. the war carries on. And as he says, yeah. the reason why he leaves is because he knows at the end of the day that the, the MASH operative will, will carry on without him. Yeah. No, I, I did like that. Like, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a nice fitting end for this character. So uh, that's why I think I gave it a nine. And I, like I said, I liked all the little intimate moments with him saying goodbye to everybody, which is yeah. really cool. I guess you realize I'm kind of fond of you. Lord knows I've never met a soul I could depend on more. But above all that, you've been a damn good friend. Well, friend, it's time we said goodbye. Time you got on with your life. You've come as far as you can go here. You've earned your wings. Now you've got to fly. You're right, sir. I am? Yeah. I was going to tell you that I decided to come home after all. I really liked your speech, though. Thanks. I practiced all morning. Uh -huh. Yeah, I've been thinking about how everybody here wants me to be home. And Klinger will get the hang of my job sooner or later. So it's time to go home. It sure is, friend. All right, let's see what IMDb thought of this. They gave it an 8.6. Hmm. So uh, they liked this slightly better than part one, as so did I. So uh, me. <laughs> I am, yes, that's right. We're on par with uh, the general populace of IMDb. Attention out there. Would Corporal Radar O'Reilly please report to his going away party? All of your friends would love to see you while they can still see... Bye-bye, bye-bye. So? I think my tube of toothpaste opened down there. Finally, does his laundry. Come on, will you hurry up? You gotta leave in a few hours, and the nurses are warming up in the mess tent. Oh, Hawkeye, listen. Before we're together with everybody, I just wanted to... No, no. Not until I've had a couple of bowls of punch. That way I can cry and forget at the same time. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to some behind-the-scenes. I will start us off. Uh, when Margaret kisses Radar in post-op, he says, Wow, wow, hot lips. This is the last ever reference of Margaret's old nickname in the series. It's uh, quite nice that it's him who says it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was very fitting. Uh, and at the end, Radar's teddy is found on Hawkeye's bunk. This could be seen as a callback to War of Nerves, in which Radar combines in Sidney Friedman his worries about what having a teddy bear implies about his sanity. Sidney predicts that after the war, Radar won't, won't need the teddy bear anymore. I wonder if they really thought of that when they left the teddy bear there. Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are we reading too much into it? I like that. I think it's really great. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a nice, it's a lovely touch, and it is the fact yeah. that you know that's it. It's the end of the. You know, the, end so, of the yeah, he doesn't need it anymore. You know, he's grown up. He's a man, and he's moved on. So I like that little that little bit. This isn't the last we see of Radar. Gary Burkhoff would play him again in two episodes of the spinoff series Aftermath and the pilot Walter. Hmm. When Major Van Kirk arrived to claim the generator Klinger had hoped to procure for MASH 4077, Klinger mutters, Ya Ibnel Kleb, in Arabic, which means, you son of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I have the fun fact here. Gary Burkhoff's character Radar on MASH was famous for having a teddy bear 
with him wherever he went. But after the series ended, the teddy bear was nowhere to be found and was just considered to be lost forever. That was until one day a medical student called Burkhoff up and offered to sell him the bear back. It turns out that the med student had bought the bear in an auction for $11,500. Right, because medical students can afford to buy something for $11,500. Of course, yes. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. I just got that off the internet, people. Mm. So, <laughs> but I did thinks, read it in several locations. So, yeah, me, me thinks that somebody had been uh, sniffling around. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, a, a PA on set kind of nicked it. Yeah, that's about it, man. Hi, radar. You know, you're okay. Clinger, be right there. I'm in this short, kid. I'm not much on tearful goodbyes. Hey, listen. This is for you. Take good care of it. I did it. I'll make you proud of me. Clinger! Come in! Rita, you've been a real joy. God bless you. Thank you, Father. And thank God, too. I will. Bye. I'll say hello to your sister, the sister. Best of luck in your bucolic endeavors, Corporal. And the same to you, too, sir. <laughs> thank you, Walter. Uh, oh, it looks like I get uh, the trivia time uh, a bit. That's uh, that's rather nice. Now, uh, last episode's question: uh, There are four Christmas episodes. Can you name one of them? Could you name one of them, Kenny? I do. I knew. I remember. Dear Dad was the one that I remembered the most. That went to my head. I remember two, and that was Dear Dad and Dear Sis. But the the other ones were Death Takes a Holiday and Twas the Day After. Christmas. So if you got that one right, well done you. You win no prizes. Um, and <laughs> this uh, this uh, episode's question is this: Which episode was shown entirely in black and white? And that's also a bit of a nod as well to um, Walter because that uh, episode is shown in the pilot. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Cool. Radar. Sir. It's all set. Peg and Aaron will meet you at the San Francisco airport. Oh, good, sir. Did you pack Aaron's present? For sure, sir. All right. You tell him all about me. Yes, sir, I'll do that. That's for Peg. And that's for Aaron. I'll try to remember which is which. Captain Honeycutt, over here! Okay. You take care of yourself, pal. So long. You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH4077Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching Facebook.com slash MASH4077Podcast. Or just type in MASH4077Podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com and if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com if you are enjoying our podcast consider making a donation we have a patreon account at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Geeky fanboy. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, again, I think I like this slightly more than Meds, but we definitely liked it better than part one of 
the story. So absolutely, yeah. Uh, it was it was a fitting. I think it was a fitting end for a, a lovable character that we all really cared about over the years. So yeah, it was ni- nicely done. Yeah. All right. Well, I am Kenny, and I'm Simon, and we'll be seeing you. Where you headed? Atumla, Iowa. Never heard of it. Guess anywhere you live is home. I'm ready. Let's go. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved.